Well, hello folks and welcome. Well, hello folks and welcome to the Dieter. Well, hello folks and welcome to the Can't talk now all of a sudden. Well, hello folks and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. I'm coming to you from the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Studio. It's my uh, nice little set that I've got here. If you haven't seen it, make sure you check out my YouTube channel and some of the more recent videos. I've got a little place built. I'd been doing stuff in my office, and that was okay. But uh, the problem was with family, we homeschool, kids are around, people come over. Uh, when I'm doing them in my office, you can still hear stuff from the house. I, I moved out here to my building, built me a little set, a little studio to work in. And uh, it's been a blessing because I'm able to come out here and knock stuff out at any time, like I'm doing right now. Um, sitting here on a Saturday, people are at the house, kids are running around going crazy. I can come out here and knock some stuff out and create some content that you guys can listen to. And... Uh, it's a good little setup. Uh, if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, I do have a YouTube channel with a lot of fishing stuff on it. Uh, and uh, you can, the easiest way to find that is just, you can look me up, obviously, on YouTube or go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. And uh, there are links to my podcast, which you're listening to, uh, my YouTube fishing videos. And also my gear and tackle stuff that I have on there. People always ask me what kind of gear I use, this, that, and the other. I've got uh, Amazon affiliate links to all that stuff if you want to look at it or buy it. And uh, you can also send me a message, a text message, an email. I've got contact information on there. So that website is kind of a good little focal point. And from there, you can blast out in whatever direction, whether you want something video-wise, audio-wise, or you just need some fish and tackle, or you just got to tell me, hey, Dieter, you need to do a podcast on this. And I get a lot of suggestions from you guys, uh, different ideas, different things to cover, and uh, that's pretty cool. So um, what I was going to give you today was just a little fishing update. Uh, because of the coronavirus, uh, a lot of my work is gone. So I'm basically relatively unemployed right now. Uh, I do video production work in the real world. And a lot of our clients and a lot of the gigs that we had lined up have basically been either canceled or postponed. So uh, past few days, I've had a few days to fish, uh, restructure some stuff, look at what's going on, and I've been out on the water fishing. And uh, part of it's creating some, creating some content that is going to be in some YouTube videos that you'll see. Uh, the other part is just uh, getting out and clearing my head and figuring out what's going on and all this stuff. So um, I have actually been on the road quite a bit for the past month, couple months, and I've been very limited in how much time I've had to fish. So. In a weird way, it's kind of a blessing. In a bad way, I know it's really not. But I'm trying to take advantage of it, trying to spin a bad situation into a positive, and we'll see how it goes. So I appreciate you guys' support in watching the YouTube channel and listening to the podcast. So many thanks to you. Uh, we'll make it through this. Uh, we're America, and we'll persevere, and we'll make it through all this stuff. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm going to try to take advantage of the downtime and do some fishing, and that's what I've been doing. So just going to give you a short little podcast, relatively speaking, to go over what I've been seeing on the water fishing. I spent, I think, three days or two days fishing on Lake Wiley, which is my home lake right near here. Uh, you know, pretty big lake, I think 13,000 acres or so. 
and uh, a lot of diversity in it everything from a river section that is fed from a dam above it to some lower end stuff that's got you know 40 50 feet of water uh, major creek arms that come into it uh, two rivers that feed it small river and a larger one the Catawba and uh, a lot of diversity in species there's uh, crappie largemouth bass blue cats gentle cats flatheads uh, white perch uh, and you know brim bluegill and then you know the various species of shad being gizzard shad and threadfin so very diverse lake a um, lot of lot of options fishing wise uh, so I tried pretty much every one of them except for the river I didn't do the river fishing I don't think it while there may have been a few more fish I don't think it would have been on fire uh, but I covered a lot of water from the lower end of the lake to the upper middle section of the lake and um, used some different techniques. I was doing some anchoring uh, for a while and I anchored in deeper water, shallow water, points, humps, that kind of thing. And also did some drifting, dragging baits, uh, dragging Santee style rigs, six rods at a time, all the baits on or near the bottom and the bottom three feet. And uh, used some of the primo baits that we can use. Uh, I did not use any shad. That was the only thing I didn't use. Uh, the, uh, but I had some crappy, crappie, whatever you want to call them. And for us on this reservoir, this time of the year, it's about the best bait you can have. Uh, it's not legal on all parts of the lake, so I was limited somewhat on what I could use there and where I could use it. But crappy, crappie, whatever you want to call them, are a primo bait in the springtime. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the crappy spawning, uh, moving up shallow toward the banks, schooled up, acting stupid. And I think catfish feed on them a lot, and they, 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 they are definitely a good bait to have and to fish with this time of the year. Uh, so I covered a lot of water, fished a lot, big area, and overall the bite was slow. It was about a fish an hour, uh, and there were some periods of time where I would fish two or three hours and not catch a single fish covering lots of water was not marking a lot of fish either uh, and we all wonder what happens to those fish when that happens uh you know one theory is oh well they're all up close to the bank well guess what folks i fish close to the bank i tried anchoring up sometimes casting up the trees and on the fringes and the edges didn't mark a whole lot of stuff there some people like well they're on top of the water uh maybe uh, but I tried that too. I had, uh, bobber rigs and some stuff pulling up in the top three, four feet of the water column. Didn't help with the catch rate any. Uh, like I said, I tried a lot of stuff and it was just one of those deals where it was about a fish an hour average. I would hit a place, maybe a hump, a point, or sometimes it was on a flat. And all of a sudden I would catch two or three fish in a short amount of time in a short, you know, small area. And that would kind of bump the average up, but you know, it, it was, it was not good fishing. It was tough fishing and, uh, not exactly super duper great catch rates. Uh, you know, I tried anchoring up and sitting for a long time. I tried running and gunning on the anchoring, you know, fish a spot 30, 45 minutes, no bites, boom, up and move. Didn't really make a difference in the overall numbers at the end of, you know, three days of fishing. Now, the interesting thing was, uh, you know, I covered pretty much the entire lake, the entire area. Um, it's just figured it is what it is. The bite has not blown up yet. 
made a run to a different lake, a smaller lake, uh, upstream from Lake Wiley, Mountain Island Lake. Fished there, hopped around a few places. Uh, caught some fish fairly quickly in the first spot. It was kind of the same thing with spots. I'd catch one or two fish and move. Then I hit a place in some shallow water. Went shallow. Uh, and I'm talking, when I say shallow here, it was three to four feet. And I started catching fish very consistently. Now, I tried that same thing on Wiley in some different areas, shallow. Did not work. Did not produce fish. Went to this other lake for whatever reason. Could be water clarity. Uh, this other lake was gin clear water. Wiley still overall, for the most part, was pretty stained. Uh, a lot of stained water from one end to the other. Uh, a lot of water has been moved through both reservoirs. Um, the difference possibly could be that Mountain Island is a little more accustomed to a lot of water moving through it because it's a small reservoir. I think only 5,000 acres, 4,000, something like that. I don't know the exact numbers. Uh, I'm going to look that up while I'm actually uh, talking here. But um, it's a smaller reservoir. It generally a lake because it has a huge lake above it, Lake Norman. Um it gets clear real quick. They move a lot of water out of Norman. Uh, it's been said that dropping uh, Lake Norman one inch will raise Mountain Island a foot. So uh, that shows you that it that how small it is. Uh, I just looked it up real quickly. 3,200 acres is how big Mountain Island is compared to like Lake Wiley, which is, I think, 13,000. And I think Lake Norman's around 30,000. So uh, big difference. Um, but anyway, the... Uh, the fish there were biting and that's not my favorite lake uh i i have I've, I've i've done good fishing tournaments there but it's always a place that can be feast or famine and a struggle or it's just a tough lake to fish so um but it shows you that changing sometimes making a change on a lake a few miles can make a difference sometimes you got to pack up and go to a different lake so uh what that also tells me is that it's going to get good on Wiley. I think Wiley just was affected by the water flow, the mud, the pH change, all that kind of stuff. And I think that makes a difference in what was going on with the bite. So how does this translate to you and where you're fishing? Well, uh, it's not always good. Even when the temperatures outside look like it should be good fishing, it's warm water temperature going up. The fish don't exactly respond necessarily with the same enthusiasm that we do when it gets good. So uh, the good news is it's mid-March. The fishing's going to get better and better. Uh, flatheads are going to start showing up. Bigger blues are going to start showing up. Uh, the medium-sized consistent catches of blues is going to start increasing. So uh, optimism, that's the name of the game. And uh, it's time to be out there fishing. Uh, if you don't fish for catfish, crappy fishing pretty dang good if you got a good uh population of crappy in whatever lake you're fishing uh it's a good time to be out there so uh that's kind of my catfish report i wanted to give you on what's going on it hasn't blown up this is based on the 14th of march and i'm going to put this podcast up right around that date um so it hasn't blown up but it's uh gonna get it's gonna get better soon so you need to be on the water and i'm gonna try to do some more of these podcasts uh, because like I said, I don't have any work going on right now, so it's going to be some fishing and trying to create some content for you guys in this downtime to keep me busy and keep me occupied and keep me focused and hopefully build my brain a little bit. Again, got to take a positive attack on this. So I'll give you some of these fishing reports on what's going on. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and, uh, make sure you follow me on social media. Dieter Melhorn Fishing on Facebook. I've got a, um, uh, a page.
page there that I put a lot of stuff up on, and obviously on YouTube, and uh, I'm on Instagram too, at Dieter Melhorn. All of those links are on my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com, links to all the social media and everything that's going on. So that's it for now, guys. We'll catch you out on the water.